You're listening to Team Talk on ESPN Radio, 1017 The Team. Joe O'Neill, Sam Hauser, joining us now on the Daniels Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning Cool Take Hotline from Jersey City, New Jersey. Coached your Lobos here in Albuquerque with Fran Fraschilla and now the associate head coach for the UCLA Bruins going to the Sweet 16 for the third year in a row. And I think seven of the last nine years you've been with Coach Cronin. Darren Savino, first of all, uh, Coach Savino, congratulations on making the Sweet 16, my friend. Thanks, Joe. I appreciate it. It's um, uh, really a special uh, special thing and something that uh, we, we definitely don't take for granted and uh, really excited about, uh, about playing this week. No doubt about it. And I got a chance to say hello to you when we were in Vegas. Uh, I was at the Mountain West. I went over and watched a couple of your games over at the T-Mobile Center. And uh, and this this has been no rest for the weary because I know how much you guys put into winning that Pac-12 championship tournament. I mean, you had the first uh, win against Colorado. You might have played your best game collectively in blowing out Oregon. And then you had uh, a nail-biter against Arizona, but you able to put it all back together get up to sacramento uh beat unc Asheville, and then take care of a, a lot of people were watching you know you guys against northwestern uh, a team that plays a, a certain style with power five caliber athletes on that team no picnic there uh, preparing for the wildcats uh, coach savino yeah so joe great great uh you know you know a great assessment of things really tired but we're, we're running on uh a lot of coffee and and uh, just adrenaline. No one, you know, no one was at stake here. So uh, there's plenty of time to rest and sleep once the season is over. Um, but, but for now, we're we're excited and geared up to uh, to, to play this week. And, and you brought up the this past week Northwestern. That was a that was a uh, uh, you know backyard brawl. Yeah. Really, I mean, just second half was just physical and. And uh, not a lot of foul calls. I looked up at one point late in the game. I think we had three, and they had two, and and it could have been a foul like on every possession. So it was just one of those games, and we kind of we were expecting this um, that kind of a uh, game. We had a nice lead in the beginning, and uh, they fought back. And just you know, got to give Chris Collins and his staff credit. They they have done an unbelievable job at Northwestern. I mean, yeah. it's well coached on both sides of the ball. A tremendous defensive team, physicality, really tough to defend, and uh, they gave us everything we could handle. And and uh, but that's that's part of uh, this tournament, and you got to find a way to win. And and, and um, you know, style points or how many points you win by, it doesn't matter. You just got to win and, and keep it moving. We're talking to UCLA Bruin associate head coach Darren Savino. They're on their way to the Sweet 16. So I mentioned I checked out a couple of your games in the Pac-12 tournament over there at T-Mobile. Well, you guys are are headed back there. That's one of the benefits of being a a number two seed like you are is you get to play uh, in that part of the country. You were up in Sacramento over the weekend. You're headed to Vegas. I'm sure uh, your fan base has no complaints about going to Vegas in such a short period of time because the T-Mobile center is a place where you guys have been playing your conference tournaments in a while but i tell you you know with all the matchups uh and there's some great ones across the board ucla gonzaga are you kidding me i mean uh you obviously uh saw them hold on last night to be tcu but like you said in this in this tournament winning by one or 20 it doesn't matter they advance but uh really 
two powerhouse uh, conferences here on the West Coast. Uh, what you know, Gonzaga has done over the years, what you guys are doing, especially as of late. I mean, uh, a lot of anticipation for that game. I want to tell you that, Coach Savino. You guys are probably studying hard uh, right now for that one. Yeah, Joe. We're, we're, we've been. I've been watching. Um, I didn't have the Northwestern scout, so I've, I've been watching. Uh, you know, Gonzaga just in case uh, this this game would happen, and so uh, and we we played them last year. We played them the year before, so we're very familiar with um, their, their style of play and their players, and and uh, a lot of our guys, obviously the the veterans, have, have played them now. You know, this is be the third time we played them last year. And, and obviously the epic Final Four game that it beat us at the buzzer. So our guys are very familiar. We, we kind of know what to expect. And also, too, Joe, another another caveat on, on this game is, uh, you know, they're, they're um, former assistants to head coach now at Arizona. And we played them three times this year. They're identical in as far as style of play. And uh, so what we saw this year, um, you know, playing Arizona, we're going to see Thursday um, uh, against Gonzaga. Personnel might be a little bit different, but style play is definitely, obviously, identical. So um, we've had some, we've had some, uh, you know, preparation with this already. So um, I know our guys will be ready to play, and should be an awesome environment. I mean, they're gonna, they're gonna bring the noise, and the fan base is gonna be there by them, and so is ours. And it's close, close to both schools, and uh, should should be really, really, really fun. And and this Joe will be literally our sixth game this year at T-Mobile in Vegas. We we played a uh, multi-team event, two games early November, right, and three games in the conference tournament. So it's five, and this will be six. So we should know the rims and the court pretty well uh, come Thursday. No doubt about it. I mean, I saw, I saw. You know, they they do it upright in that T-Mobile, uh, Darren. Uh, I mean, it is Las Vegas, and I'm telling you, every media timeout. I know you're in your huddle, but they've got entertainment coming left and right. You know, and shows that are going on around town. I mean, it, it's really a festive thing. But you're you're honed in on on what it's going to take to beat Gonzaga, as you mentioned. Tom, uh, Tommy Lloyd, the head coach at Arizona, is an extension of Gonzaga, and you had three epic matchups against them this year and now you're playing Gonzaga and as you mentioned you've played them in in high um you know, high high degree or high uh, interest level games so let's just put it that way uh recently as well so no strangers to uh Gonzaga all right so um h- how about you know as far as you know injuries whatever you know any anything you can tell us about uh you know how you know the team will be when uh you guys uh, match up against Gonzaga well, well, definitely not 100%. Of course, we lost Jalen Clark, who's arguably one of the best defensive players in the country. I think that was six games ago now. So he's out. Um, that, you know, starter, great player that we lost there. And then Dembona um, dislocated his shoulder, diving, diving for the ball in the uh, Oregon game, in our second game in the Pac-12 tournament, and uh, missed, um, missed two consecutive games from that. He's not 100%. And then Dave Singleton, twisted his ankle at the end of the Northwestern game um, when the game was pretty much over. And uh, so we're, we're banged up, um, but I, I think a lot of teams, you know, this time of the year got some, some nicks and bruises, and, and we're just going to have to, uh, you know, get our training staff on top of it and get make sure the guys are ready. And, and uh, we got Warriors, so our, our guys are tough, and uh, they can battle through a lot of things. So um, it's just, you know, just one of those things. That time of the year, we just got to get through it. 
Talking to UCLA associate head coach Darren Savino here on Team Talk, and you mentioned it a little bit there, Coach, about the familiarity with T-Mobile Arena. Go into that a little more, if you would, because Joe and I were talking about this earlier on the show, and the three-point shooting's been really tough for everybody around the tournament. I think Jeff Goodman had about 30% going into Sunday. How much of an advantage do you think that will give you guys with, with the familiarity, uh, the familiarity of, of the backdrop and the floor and just being in that environment? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it really matters. I mean, it, it sounds good for, for the media and stuff and talking points, but sure. ultimately guys play, good players make shots. It doesn't matter where you play, inside or outside, you know, in Vegas or at home. It just, you know, it's easy for us to get to Vegas. It's a, it's a quick flight. Our fan base can get there. So probably those are the main advantages. I would guess that some of our guys would be a little bit comfortable just being in the arena itself because they've been in there. Um, but outside of that, I, I don't I don't foresee it being any advantage um, other than just being close to home and, and not having a long flight. Well, anytime you're talking about you know Gonzaga coach, of course, one of the first names that's always going to come up is is Drew Timmy. What stands out? about him now and if anything really compared to the last time you guys saw him, mean is there anywhere where he's a different player now where his game has improved and all something you guys are really going to have to look out for you know he's just gotten better and better every year and he's been consistent I think he's always been a great pivot score in the low post I think he's always been a pretty good passer I think maybe I don't have his career stats in front of me maybe his passing is a little better than it's been. Like I think he leads their team and assist, which is rare for a big guy. Um, just is phenomenal. He's an offensive player and footwork and hands and uh, just the ability to know how to draw fouls and you know just a really really difficult player to, to uh, defend in the college game. And um, you know, Gonzaga has been really fortunate to to um, to have him for four years. I think it's his fourth year now and. And uh, it's been a tremendous, uh, tremendous player in, in, in the collegiate ranks for four years, and uh, be really difficult to guard him. And we're going to have to do our best. And um, you know, last year we played him; they they ran the ball down our throat so fast. I don't even know, you know, if he even had an opportunity to uh, to, to do a lot of work against us. Um, and uh, hopefully, we don't uh, have that same kind of thing happen that we, uh, to us last year. We, we did not play well in Vegas against uh, Gonzaga, so uh, hoping, hoping, uh, hoping we have a better uh, better effort this time around. UCLA Associate Head Coach Darren Savino with us here on Team Talk, and Coach, I know every time we have you on, some in some way, shape, or form, Coach Cronin's name comes up, but it still stands, every time he's on the sideline, it still stands out, you know, a lot of coaches are wearing are wearing quarter zips or or polos, he's still he's still rocking the suit, was, was that from anybody within the circle, anybody told him he should wear a suit, or is he just a suit guy? Well, I think, you know, I don't know if we talked about this in the past, but, you know, he he respects that position, that title of being the head coach at UCLA, the seat that John Wooden sat at. takes it very personal and very, it takes a lot of pride that he's got that title. And so he just feels like if he's the coach at UCLA and John Wooden's seat he's sitting in, he has, he has to dress the part. Um, and so staff will wear suits as long as where the coach is there. Um, if somebody tells us otherwise, um, we're going to wear the suits. And it's, it's just a professional thing that we just believe in. And not everybody does now since COVID. A lot of, a lot of staffs are gone to the quarter zips and the, and the slacks. 
and that's that's fine. It's everybody's prerogative of how they want to do things. And I think I've seen Sam Joe. I think I've seen some more staffs this year, especially in our league, start start to go back to the suits. Right. You know, it's uncomfortable. Of course, I don't like it. I would rather be in a, a sweatsuit myself. But you know, we're we're in, we're in a big stage, and you know, it's it, it's a it's a big thing. And and um, I think dress. Dressing the part is, is is so important, so that's why we do it. Yeah, you're always looking smooth too. Nice looking kicks, Darren. We got to talk on how I can get maybe hooked up with some of those kicks that you're getting because you've got some cool <laughs> shoes that you're wearing on the sidelines there as you're, uh, you know, sitting right there at the end of that uh, UCLA bench, right near the media table, doing your thing and going back. I mean, your coach, you know, like your responsibility as an associate head coach, a, a lot of what you're doing is going and talking to these players while the game is going on. So it's not just obviously during the huddles, Darren. I mean, uh, I see you, uh, you know, guys will come out of games and, and sometimes you'll follow them and, and instruct them. So it, it's one of those things where you got to be, uh, you know, ready to kind of do whatever it takes to help to, you know, where your guys are going, Darren. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I've been doing it so long, Joe. I mean, I, I have a kind of a routine of what, I, what, I'm, what I'm supposed to do, what, what I have to do every day. And ultimately, I got to try to make, I got to try to help Nick as much as I can, make his job as easy as possible. He's got 10,000 things that he's got to accomplish as the head coach. And if I can relieve and, and help him in any way, um, whether it's through the game, during the game, after the game, before the game, recruiting, you know, all the things that go within a program. My job is to, you know, make his job uh, easier if I can. And uh, so I'm always trying to think of things uh, that guys may go in the game that they may have to do that pops up in my head. I got to go down there and tell them, make sure that they know what to do, what to expect. So when they get in the game, they're ready. Um, you know, Mick has enough things to worry about. He shouldn't have to do that. So that's, kind of things that assistant coaches are supposed to do. All right, so on your side of the bracket, you guys play Thursday against Gonzaga, but, uh, you know, there's been, you know, some upsets on the other side and on your side too, but but when you look through this list of teams on your side of the bracket, you see Houston, Miami of Florida, Xavier, Texas, Arkansas, UConn, Gonzaga, UCLA. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, the seeds have kind of prevailed uh, on that side of the bracket, but when you see some of these things, when you see a team like Princeton in the Sweet 16, uh, you know, Darren, uh, when you see a team like Florida Atlantic, and I know they were a nine seed in the Sweet 16. Does this just show you how the evolution of college basketball, I guess with tools like the transfer portal, are inevitably going to you know, have teams that are not normally in the Sweet 16? I don't think Princeton's been the recipient of, of the transfer portal, but a lot of teams in the tournament have been. Uh, is that going to be continually? Uh, I mean, not you guys have a, a you know guys that you had recruited and were freshmen and stuff like that. Other schools that have uh, you know high seeds have gone that direction, but at the same time, other schools are getting uh, quick, uh, good, quicker than uh, in past years. Is that true, Darren? You know, I think that's, that has a lot to do with it, Joe. I mean. Um you know, you, you you lose guys. You could now go in in this transfer portal and add veteran players that can come in and play right away. Don't have to sit out. That definitely is um, has really helped the teams that be able to sustain success. Um, I myself and Coach Cronin, our philosophy has been is that 
is to recruit high school players and develop them. And as time goes on, if they're not stars right away, eventually they're going to be major contributors because they've been in your program, they've gotten better, they've improved. And also there's a, you know, this is so important for winning, in my opinion. You know, besides having talent and experience, you got to have a want. A want, a want to win, a want to compete, pride in, in, in what you do, pride in your, your, your teammates, pride in your coaches, pride for your university, pride for the name on your chest. And I, I think that really helps when you have guys in your program for multiple years. Right. They have the option to leave. And when they stay, they, they just give you that little bit extra effort, I think. And so for us, it's important uh, to, to keep the guys in our program and develop them. Not to say we won't add people in, in the transfer portal, because uh, we have done that. We've done it twice in the four years at UCLA, Miles Johnson and, and uh, Johnny Juzang, who was the star of the Final Four two years ago. So it, it, we will do it if, if we need it, but we prefer to you know, have the guys in our program develop and, and become, uh, become uh, winning players. Yeah, like Tiger and Jaime Jaquez. I mean, and single. I mean, just so many uh, players that we've seen here for years with your program. All right, Darren. Well, we'll let you get back to it. If, <laughs> I'm sure that's a Herculean task having the scout for Gonzaga in the Sweet 16. But I know you're up for the task, and we'll be watching on Thursday. And uh, we'll catch up with you next week. Thank you so much, Darren, for joining us. Okay, guys, have a great day, and, and uh, go Lobos, too. Go Lobos. Yeah, All right. he's always keeping his eye on New Mexico Lobo basketball. That's Darren Savino, associate head coach there at UCLA, former Lobo coach under Fran Fischel. All right, we'll come back. We're going to talk a little bit about what Sam and I are going to do in the next couple of days. Look forward to that. Uh, we'll do that next. ESPN Radio, 101.7 The Team.